Láska. Welcome guys. Welcome to another brilliant new amazing season on a mask with Dola. My name is Dola Hand. I am your host this season. You'll be listening to me talk about a very specific aspect of my knowledge that I've never been confident to share. But right now, we thank God for the grace to and confidence to actually share this knowledge. And I pray that um, the openness to receive it and the understanding will be granted because all I'm passionate about and all God also is passionate about is for us to discover who we are right here on earth. If it was not necessary for us to be right here, it would just have created us and dumped us in heaven. That means the earth is actually a necessary stairway. We shouldn't focus on getting to heaven alone. We should also learn how to live on earth and how to do it right, how to reflect God's glory and learn about how we can discover our purpose, pursue it, achieve it, and just create. We are made to create. I believe this strongly and that's why I'm directing all my energy to understand man, understand the mind, the brain, creation, how we can create, how our brain works in creating and in creativity and stuff like that. So as you follow me, yes, I promise to divulge everything I learn systematically to you and we can just grow together because I'm also growing, but I'm very confident that I'm going to grow. I'm going to become someone that actually reflects God's glory. So this season is titled God's Robots. Mm. God's robots. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> and today, on our first episode, we'll be looking at God's intention. Why? Like, why? Based on what intention was the word created? Why are we here? Now, this whole season is based on two truths the fact that God is the creator and man was created i love science i love god and i i believe strongly with evidence that science and god actually aligns <laughs> ever since i've been studying psychology principles of life ancient rules i can find them in the scriptures i can find them in my bible so they align science aligns with the scriptures and this is based on the fact that Jehovah is the creator and man is created. Now, why, 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 why? Why, why did this happen? I want to, I have been asking why ever since I was little, like, wouldn't it be better if we're just in heaven and I was an angel? I know I would have been a very good angel. And maybe I would, I would have been in the information processing unit or something like that. Something that had to do with information. I can't fight war with. <laughs> we have been nicer if that was what happened. Like, why do we have to exist here on earth? Knowledge is very principal. And wisdom is profitable to direct. So nobody should be afraid of asking these questions. And if they are really true, there should be answers to them. So, if God had been existing in the heavens 
wherever heaven wanted to be, third heaven, first heaven, wherever. With all the laughing, crying, accidents, bitterness in the world, why was it necessary for this to be created? What was the plan? Because even we humans, when we want to create something, we plan ahead of time. We plan. We have UI, UX designers in the house, developers. So you, you do your design thinking process, your critical thinking processes to create. Yeah. So what, what was that plan? Or is it hidden from us? Is the intent actually eating from us? I saw something in Acts 15, 18. It said, Known unto God from the beginning, known unto God were all his works from the beginning of the world. <laughs> and that had me thinking, what's, what's this confusion for? Like, God knew me from the beginning. This is 2022, guys. God knew me. We have 7.1 billion people in the world right now. Some people say 8 billion. Right now in 2022, God knew or knows everybody and he knew them before now. What is this confusion? Like the babies that get aborted, God knew them. God knows people that are born differently, people with air around their faces, Tourette, people with tumors, people with God, God knows like he knew that that was going to happen. God knew that people would die a day after they were born. God knew them. People that grow up and shoot like 34 persons dead. God, God knew that one too. What's all this confusion? And God also said unto Isaiah when he was trying to correct when he was correcting the children of Israel, he said, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. God. Of whom was testified that is loving, is gracious, is kind, is full of compassion, is slow to anger, is of great mercy. In the Psalms, that same God. Was God trying to hide that wicked aspect of him? Or what? Or was he showing different dimensions to people? Like, I'll, I'll just show this one the wicked side of me. Then you, I'll show you love. Then you, I'll show you wickedness. Is that what's really, what really is God's intention? Is he forcing people to be on his side? Like, Oh yeah, you're going to hell if you're not on my side. You have to be on my side. Is that what he's doing? What is his intention and why? So, understand all of this. I love to go back to the origin where it started, the source. I love to leave everything happening right now and go back to how did it start? What was happening then? And I discovered that even in this world, we've had thinkers, researchers, you know, that have walked this world for over 4,000 plus years. And still, we're trying to, everybody is trying to get it. What's really going on in this world? Why are we here? And we don't have all the answers yet. Talk about space, talk about tech, talk about the earth talk about man talk about everything we have no 
We don't have concrete answers yet. That's why David said during his own time that such knowledge is too high. I can't, I can't attain it. It's, it's high. You know, people have passed down this knowledge down, down, down to generations. And when you see people who actually solve these problems, you're like, oh, that, pro- that person is a genius. And it is recorded that they use geniuses actually use like 0.001% of their brain. And we call them geniuses. So, what is the knowledge capacity of God? <laughs> because he knows all this stuff that seems so big to us. It's just like watching a 10-year-old solve quadratic equations and the 10-year-old is sweating. And you have passed through that class now. You're 23. You're probably in your final year in your university. You know that that quadratic equation is very simple. But you only know that because of the knowledge and experience you've gained ahead of that kid. When you were also there, it was harder for you. I'm saying that standing afar off, we are trying to solve this, all of this. But standing afar off because God is God. We can't attain that knowledge. And it seems like the maximum capacity of human beings, I mean, a single life, <laughs> can only attain some some percentage of knowledge and pass it down to another person. And that person also moves forward with it and then passes it down to another person. And, move, and we've been doing that for 4,000 years. And God has all, all of this knowledge. All of it. I'm saying it's okay not to know some things. Like, it's not everything we will know. I'm not aiming to know everything and just to be like a wizard on a mountain. I'm only aiming to know what is good for me, what would be good for my existence, how I will maximize this life of mine. And that's what I also want you to aim for. While looking at all of this, while, while looking at how we can you know, check out what our purpose is and how we can actually achieve it. Look out for that knowledge that will help you grow. Don't try to suck in everything, trying to be a know-it-all. Some things are not just for you to know. But that which is essential for you to know, if you don't know it, in the end, in the end, you're going to lose out. Sometimes I ask myself questions while thinking about why did God create the world? And why looking at God like, oh yeah, I'm 10 and I'm solving this quadratic equation and God is like an older sibling, someone that knows it, knows the process and knows it's very simple. But because I'm 10 and the quadratic equation is actually new to me, I'll consider it a very high mountaintop. And sometimes I used to think that God would be laughing at me like, <laughs> look at you struggling. I used to think that I I used to feel so small. Like, what part is God actually playing in all of this? Am I trying to love God and He's just laughing at me? Like, ha, look at you, all of you are just struggling. Like, if I if I can stand on a stage to speak with my incomplete knowledge, just like I'm speaking now. I'm only researching about the mind, God, and uh, the brain. Does God laugh at me? Because I, I can't... You know, most times they tell you as a human being, just think about one thing. 
do one thing be good at that one thing don't put your eggs in several baskets you're never going to get them complete completely that way does god laugh at me god understands the space he understands everything now with my incomplete knowledge even even as as at now the brain the mind i don't fully understand the concept does god laugh at me when i make mistakes does he laugh at me is he is that what is happening i think this crazy thought i used to i still think crazy thoughts <laughs> but then it was proved to me then that i didn't really know who god was so i wanted to know more and i wanted to i realized that i've not even come to half half of the understanding of god never but now the one that i know now that's helped me overcome all those moments of of doubt how i'll dutifully share them very soon but first let, let me cancel that part of god last because i thought i was the only one that thought like that until a friend actually talked about it like yeah god laughs at us when i checked the bible when i checked scriptures god laughs through adderson but he does that to a particular type of persons and he mentioned it he said i laugh at the wicked in Psalm, go check your psalms isaiah first samuel when god says i'll love them to derison he was talking about the wicked on earth they think themselves mighty and earth others they push others they kill others and they try to call themselves gods i laugh at them and in psalms 103 verse 13 god says i pity those who fear me god actually pities those who fear them those who fear him so he's not like laughing at you at your ignorance at your mistakes he knows that you are human like he created you quite all right and he's actually it's just like seeing uh I, I used to have a cousin that loves to plant oh god i i do not used to have her she's my cousin she still exists <laughs> she loves to plant and whenever it's time for the plants to grow she actually spends most of her time there because she wants to see it grow she actually wants to see the bud opening up and it's coming out of the ground like that and it fascinates her she didn't create the plant she just planted it and it's so fascinating for her like that like anytime you also create stuff maybe you're developer whatever you do you painter you writer when you create it how wonderful do you feel like wow did i just do this and it showed when god actually created man he was giving man everything i give you dominance i give you see go to the trees name them just stay in the garden do this do this do that i give you dominion over the fish of the sea over everything was well, just give, like when you are giving your woman everything like hey babe i love you just take everything or you're giving your man everything like that so when when it comes to your limitations god is not laughing at you it's fascinating to see someone who wants to grow someone who in their ignorance professes that they want more of knowledge 
So God, God is not laughing at us. He pities those who fear him. And it is said that he laughs quite alright, but at the wicked. I think I've cleared that path because it was a big one for me. I used to ask us like, why then does the wicked live long? Hmm? Why? Why why are there days long on earth like that? Why? Why 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 I like sharp sharp, you know, God God should just be doing judgment sharp sharp. You kill somebody, you are struck by lightning immediately. With no no why are we what are we waiting for? And when I was little, pastors used to tell me that, yeah, God is waiting for them to repent. That's what God is doing. And I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't. Some people will be wicked, very wicked set of persons. <laughs> and still, they will get grace. Like grace that good people don't get. They are going to get it. So I've been searching for answers because doesn't this break our hearts? I don't know, it used to break my heart. Not like um for me that oh yeah, I'm a good person. But you know what I'm saying? You hear news, you see it all around you, and you're just wondering what's the essence? Why are we here? So I I was taught I was actually taught <laughs> to start to see things from a different perspective, which is what I'm bringing to this all season this all season i thought them and after a while i i I just discovered that wow we are robots we are creating robots (laughs) but we are we are robots we we are higher robots then we are god's robots we have a different mindset which we'll be exploring this all season i just need you to stay with me this whole season we'll be exploring these questions to bring us the strength to the strength of these realities who are we who is god why where are we what for how can we you see knowledge sets people free knowledge sets me free knowledge when god wanted to save me from all that backlash all that emotional uh, bullying the residues of it I, I don't know if I said this before, but was it in 2015? Yes. In 2015, I I discovered that the bullying got to me. That was the first time I actually knew the effect. Like, I knew it affected my self-esteem, my confidence, but I didn't, I, I didn't think, yeah, okay, <laughs> I could deal with it. I could manage it. But it affected me mentally i started hallucinating that was when i knew that ah i'm dead i had to go home i I went home on a sunday i was in school and i started hallucinating and hearing it it happens in movies They, they do it in movies but it really happened to me real life two days for two days I started hearing things, things that were, were supposed to pull me down and started echoing. It was so loud around my head. And when I asked my friend, because I couldn't believe it, I knew it wasn't happening, but I couldn't set myself free from the hallucinations. I had to ask people around me, are they hearing what I'm hearing? And they were staring at me like, no, what are you talking about? That was when I knew that, my God, 
I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. And when it was time for, for me to really, you know, mood my relationship with God, because I was off and on, for real. I grew up in church. When I was younger, I used to collect awards for all this, uh, memorizing Bible verse. I, I basically grew up in the church. I know Bible stories. I know some verses of the scriptures. I had no real connection with God. And when I wanted to, like, me and you, God, we are going to do this. When I really wanted to submit myself. Therapy. I've never been to therapy. But I can say that the first thing I was taught was self-awareness. God did not save me by delivering me to a pastor. He didn't save me by, you know, some other ways people get saved. He saved me by giving me knowledge. Knowledge. Me studying psychology didn't just didn't just happen. Boom. Uh, yeah, I've always been people aware. I, I know. I've always been people aware. I've always liked to read about introverts and extroverts. But I never really get it, gave it like much attention like I did in 2020. It was knowledge that saved me. And God brought that knowledge to me. So I, I'm really passionate about this knowledge of a sin. Because if it is what will save you, you need to have it. If this is what will save you from all those shackles, all those, you have something great inside you and you're just stepping it down because you're scared. Or maybe yours has even gotten out of and you're already hallucinating, you're already depressed. Depression is not even a state of sadness, it's a state of feeling nothing. You just can't feel anything. You're just there. You're just there. You can't feel anything. You are not sad. You are not happy. You just don't want to do anything. You don't want to exist. If it is knowledge that will save you, that's what I'm delving how. That's what I'm teaching how. That's all I want to do. Because every single person here, right now, at this point, at this moment, every single person breathing here is accounted for. And that's what we'll be looking at God's robot. Like, who are you? What's the earth made of? What What are the hidden codes in you as a man? What has happened to you when you came in uh, into the world as a man? What, what were you carrying? Is there something? Is there like a curse? Is, is, there, is there something different? Are we different from each other even at birth? And when we come into the world and interact with our environment, interact with the people around us, what happens? What was the result? What has happened to other people? What happens in childhood? And how does it reflect in adulthood? How do we discover our purposes? Even with all these things happening around us. Is God laughing at us like as we are suffering in this world and we are battling with questions and answers? What really, what really is happening? Knowledge saved me. And I don't know how to lie about it. That's what happened to me. So what was God's intention? At least <laughs> that's what this episode is about. What? Why did he do this? Not seriously. Why should we know why God? Why should we even be ask, asking this question? 
it is very important to know why god created the earth because if you do not know the intent of the creator you will misuse the creation that's just right i watched the movie when i was little and i'm sure a lot of people watched watched it too it was a movie about an african bushman and there was an helicopter flying over their village and the man dropped one of the pilots dropped a coca-cola bottle you would have watched it now what was the intent of the person who created coca-cola bottle that coca-cola bottle yeah it was to hold the coca-cola drink for consumption no be so yeah not so <laughs> but do you know what the bushmen did because they didn't know they, didn't, they just saw it they fancied it wow this is beautiful you know it's made of glass now it's sparkly it's sparkly so they just touched it they went around it and after they, they fought they fought everybody wanted to touch it it broke and then they saw that it had a sharp edge <gasps> wow guess what they did with it they started to use it to peel yam and other things. Now, glass can be used as a sharpening tool, you know, to peel anything. It's it's sharp, so it can be used like as a knife, if you know what I mean. Glass can be used as a knife. But was that the intent of the creator? No. It means that you can be using something and you would think oh yeah this is the effective use of this this is in fact i'm using this thing well but alas you're just doing something else <laughs> and you might say oh they were being creative they were being creative because they didn't know the intent of that material they did not know and they used it some other way just like some people do not know by their phone some people don't even know how to use social media they're just there and causing trouble anyhow some people have gadgets at home they have their deep freezers there they only know to operate like two buttons out of ten why they do not know the intent of the creator so they just do whatever they like and one day when someone with knowledge comes, someone with knowledge of how it works, and shows them little things, they're like, eh, uh-uh, this thing is very simple. I didn't know this is how it works. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't know because you don't know why that person created what they created. So it's very important for you to know why things were created. For you to know the intent of the creator. And just like man also, it's very important. A waste, a waste of art, a waste of talent, resources would happen because of that simple misunderstanding. Some people, they have gadgets that can actually do what they are looking for, yet they'll go and buy another gadget because they do not know that that gadget can actually, the one they already have, can work for what they want. Lack of knowledge. So, let's go back. Why go ahead? why what was the intent why did god with everything that is happening and he knew that it will happen so why did he do that why did he go ahead with that because at the point sir when <laughs> i'm speaking picture already <laughs> because at the point when god created man it was like i even regret creating this i regret creating man 
an all-knowing God, you know, he knew that he was going to regret and still he went ahead. <laughs> he regretted. He switched off the level one of the world and started again. Wasn't he expecting it? Wasn't he? Since he knows everything, God is all-knowing, he's all-seeing. What's the confusion here? So, Esther's answer this one. Why go ahead? In the beginning, it is recorded that God created the heavens and the earth. I want to be sure I'm right there. So I'm not quoting wrongly. So my Bible is in front of me. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. It was somewhere before that time. <laughs> and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Beautiful. So God was somewhere before he created the heavens and the earth. Mm. You know, we as humans, we act like God, yeah? People do say, God creates, I create. You know, God thinks, I think. God said, let us create man in our own image and likeness. So we act like God. We do act like God, but we're not God. But we do act like him. So in studying this, I looked at historical kings. How they behaved anytime they had a kingdom. What was on their minds? Like, how were they thinking? And this was it. They wanted to expand their territory. Every king wants expansion of their territory. Then, you know, I'm talking about times before Christ. BC regime. All they wanted was more land. More people. You know, after they gained more land, they opened their doors wide for refugees to come in and become citizens of their land so they can have that strength of population and that strength of land and that's how they ruled in those days now god created an extension of his kingdom here to earth also remember the yoruba history oduduwa discovered yoruba land through exploration and the strength of the nation actually grew through conquest they had to conquer other lands, acquire more land, acquire their people, acquire their resources. And anybody under that domain, they are now his subjects. No matter what they were doing before, they had to subject themselves to his law. I mean, the new king, his traditions, his culture, it becomes their home because they become his citizens. Now, that's for kings on earth who are acquiring already midland, just acquiring and putting in position and power. God created man and placed him on earth, an extension of his kingdom to impact heavenly values on the earthly kingdom. Psalm 19 verse 1 says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament sheweth his handiwork. The heavens declare. And when we look at Numbers chapter 14, verse 1, I don't talk pastor. <laughs> verse 21, I beg your pardon. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. So God actually put man on earth 
to reflect his glory. Ooh, fill it up. To reflect that glory. Let's look at more. Psalms 972 verse 19 says, I hope you're opening along with me because it's going to be a slow ride. I'm not a fast Bible. <laughs> Psalm 72 verse 1, 19, I beg your pardon, says that, And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. <laughs>